Welcome to Best Me Radio. I'm your host, Carl Hammington, and I talk to experts in many areas, including movement, psychology, nutrition, as well as other inspiring people who have done extraordinary things, all in an attempt to provide you with the information, inspiration, and tools that will empower you to step into the best version of yourself. Welcome back, Best Me community, and today we're here to talk about men. Whether you're a man or not, I'm pretty sure we all know at least one. Uh, so hopefully you know someone that will benefit from this. We have a return guest, and it's the popular Ben Warren. If you want to learn a bit more about him, go back to our first episode together, and that was on stress. So you'll find that on iTunes, Stitcher, all of the popular platforms there. So um, that will get you, give you a little bit more base knowledge around who he is, um, what he does. We, we briefly touch on that in this one, but we're really here to discuss uh, what a healthy man looks and feels like in today's world. We also look at the common risk factors and how our environment um, really does uh, set us up for you know, disease and um, a lack of wellness in general. We look at what those risk factors might be, um, what to do to thrive, and also what you can avoid um, to thrive as well. I think the most important thing is we explore how to look beyond just disease-free and actually look at how to thrive as a man in today's environment. Uh, we cover Ben's top foods for men. Um, some <laughs> might take a little bit of convincing to get into your, uh, your normal diet um, and also look at uh, what to avoid too. And then I found it really interesting what an ideal day may look like uh, in order to create um, you know, thriving, a thriving man and, and really maximize your physiology. Um, it's actually not far off what I'm doing currently, um, but a few little tweaks and I'm nearly there. Um, so please enjoy and please feel free to share with any men in your life um, and continue to step into the best version of yourself. Hi, I'm Ben Warren. I'm a founder and clinical director of BPO Health. Um, I basically help people improve their experience of life and, and diet and lifestyle are the primary tools we use. We are holistic, so we do delve into broader realms, mental, emotional, even spiritual sometimes from a coaching perspective, but, but most often diet and lifestyle. We do a lot of functional medicine testing, so we do a lot of blood testing, we do a lot of stool pathology, I do a lot of speaking, so that's why I'm in Wellington, mm-hmm. um, and so ha- kind of had a, a a crazy journey, which I think we spoke about before yep. on the show before. So yep. if anyone, yeah, doesn't know about my journey, how I got to this, go. Yep, I'll send a link in the show notes. Show notes. <laughs> there we go. And um, so I'm just just in Welly here in Wellington, the wonderful Wellington, to do a talk tonight on food, mood, and anxiety. So brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, thanks again for coming, Ben, and welcome to Welly. It's been on a good day. Yes, yeah. Good, <laughs> well, they say a good day in Wellington. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the only problem is it just doesn't happen very often. Well, it's, but, it's uh, pretty awesome. But don't, don't tell anyone. I love, yeah, I love Wellington. Great. Oh, cool. We love having you. Goodbye. So um, I know you've done a lot of talks on uh, you know gut health, mood, yeah. stress, um, and women's health. Yeah. Um, but we're here today to talk about men's health. Yeah. So cool. first of all, I guess my first question is, why do you think um, there's so much going on around women's health? Yeah. Uh, and there's a few you know, few things that pop up from time to time around men's health, especially around prostate cancer and mm-hmm. testicular cancer, but it's not as widely talked about. No, it's not. And why do you think the reason for that is? Uh, the reason is, is men are harder to engage with their health. Mm. Uh, and so for me... Uh, 
I, I, I liken men to a Toyota Hilux, <laughs> uh, which is, it's, you know, because of our hormonal systems, we've got a yeah. very basic hormonal system, don't invariably get problems with it, yeah. um, kind of like a Toyota Hilux. So you can pretty much just uh, abuse the system pretty much. <laughs> And, you know, the engine will, will still run, but then, you know, it blows up one day with no warning, yeah. which is obviously like a heart attack or, or, mm. or something something equally as serious. Yeah. Um, whereas women, their hormonal system is very complex. I liken it much more to like a finely tuned Formula One car. Mm. Um, and so it doesn't take much to throw the tuning out. And so women have to work much harder on their health. And so I think okay. that's why women are a lot more engaged with yeah. their health and health journey than men. But the interesting thing for men is that once you get them engaged, they they go great okay okay so like if we can get them in the room um and and get them engaged then they love they love it and they really apply and they get incredible results okay Uh, Okay. and so the the key is actually getting them engaged i haven't found the key to that okay Um, you know like (laughs) on a one million dollar question yeah yeah yeah, on a one-to-one level no problem at the end of the day like like all of our human motivation is Mm. about um, tying it back to what they want in their life yeah and so for meaning and purpose yeah meaning and purpose yeah exactly yeah. so like so you know if, if they're career oriented then you can tie the fact that their diet and lifestyle mm-hmm. is going to dramatically improve their performance within their career if they're yeah. a weekend warrior then you can tie it back to their sport yeah and so you know there's a number of um, number of ways you can tie it back and give them the motivation to, to do it yeah and then once they actually start doing it they're machines and they usually do great yeah you, you know you probably see that again yeah. just like yeah. in the gym setting the relationship that men invariably easier to train mm-hmm. get results faster and quicker uh, whereas women much more complex I can't agree more and uh, that's exactly the um, you know what I see around here in the gym actually is I find that uh, for some reason women maybe it's because of the reason you just discussed are far easier to engage in a group environment where yes. men yeah definitely tailoring it to that individual through you know proper coaching and communication is, is important and understanding the why behind you know the importance yeah. which I guess we're going to talk about soon yeah we, yeah <laughs> and I guess so I guess you know putting that out there for, for your, your listeners who are you know men first and foremost recognize that yourself and as you're listening to today's podcast Listen from the perspective of what you want from your life. Mm. And then, um, you know, for the women that are listening, I apologize for my crude analogy regarding cars. Oh, I think, I think uh, I'll, be, I'll be quite happy to be a Formula One. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what I, I think that, you know, I'll trade in my highlights for Formula One any day. So, in terms of what you see clinically um, and probably with your research, because I know you're pretty yeah. intensive with your research. What are the biggest problems um, that we see or that you see today yeah. in terms of uh, men's health? Well, for men's health, uh, I mean, definitely mental health is, is yeah. a key one. And, mm-hmm. and for men's health, it's it's there. We don't speak about it as much, but, you know, burnout is a huge issue. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the things that come with burnout uh, from the mental health perspective mm-hmm. is a big issue. And, and so, you, you, yes, we see a lot of that. Uh, Obviously, you've got the big ones like prostate issues yeah. and things like that, and heart disease. But yeah. but really, there's you, there's so many things that that mm. but men don't really really know that they don't they don't go looking and seeing. So like men, men, metabolic syndrome. So yeah. like you know, so which, which is for those listeners that don't really know, it's where you you start your blood pressure starts going up, you start putting more body fat around the middle, mm. you start getting increased cholesterol and increased risk of heart disease and increased inflammation so it's like a, a whole group of yeah. um, basically me- metabolism stops working the way we want it to do and yeah. so you know this is your kind of your classic middle-aged man really in, yeah. in the modern world yeah. and so but they don't even know this is happening mm-hmm. uh, and so 
yeah, we, we see uh, we see quite a lot of we see quite a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, it's that they get a little bit of a maybe a health scare, or generally, to be honest with you, they get pushed into the clinic by their wife or their partner. Mm, They're like, interesting. You in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go see this guy. Yeah. And yeah. so they end up kind of seeing us, and um, and but like I say, once you once you get them in the door, or once you get them in the room, um, and. They, they get it very quickly, yeah. I find, yeah. know, and very logical, and, and then you know do some blood work and start yeah. tracking, measuring, and then from there away they go. Yeah. So, so in terms of how it's uh, how you see it on on the blood tests, yeah, on uh, all of the metabolic tests you do, even stool samples maybe. Sure. Uh, what are some of the common sort of uh, symptoms or some, some some of the common measures that you see? Yeah, so I mean, we can start with sort of blood sugar levels with HbA1c, which is a three month measure. of Glycated hemoglobin, which is yeah. essentially how much damage people have been saying this, but it's a very layperson way of saying it's how much damage has been done to your blood from sugar okay. in the last three months. Oh, wow. okay. And so it's a really good measure of your diet and if you've been eating too much crap. Yeah. And so you know, so you don't want to be above forty because that means you're you know into type two diabetes. I like people to be thirty two. Okay. And so and so you know, just doing that it's a good measure. Okay. Um, and then obviously your cholesterol levels. I'm not overly worried about total cholesterol. I'm looking at yeah. HDL cholesterol. Right. That's yeah, that's really associated with exercise and omega three fatty acids. Yeah. And then looking at your triglycerides, we want those triglycerides around. 0.7. Okay. So the range is like up to 1.7. What's the ratio you're looking at for HDL? Yeah, like 3 to 1. I like 3 to 1. Okay. 3 to 1 is essentially you're covered with the LDL going back. Yeah. But the thing is, if you've got low uh, triglycerides, it means that you're going to have uh, your, your very low density lipoproteins, really mm. small damaging ones. Mm. going to be less of them. Okay. Your, yeah. your, your, your um, LDL particles will be larger and fluffier. Yeah. So then doing less damage to the arterial okay. wall. Um, and so you just, uh, inflammatory markers, so you yeah, see the active protein, yeah. you know, um, again, one that under one, okay. uh, so you want to run a high sensitivity uh, v- version of that. Yeah. And then there's basic parameters around body fat composition, yeah. uh, basic parameters around blood pressure, okay. um, you, uh, liver function, liver enzymes. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, so, you know, it's possible to, to have, a, you know, get a warrant of fitness and actually have a look here, and I guess part of the problem is that the the, the, the medical ranges mm-hmm. are exactly that. Then the medical ranges for when you have a disease. Yes. So you know you could get an HbA one C done, and it comes back at thirty nine, and you'll be like, fine. Yeah. Come back, so so if you pass within that, it, yeah. it's 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 a you've got your warrant of fitness, yeah, but in reality, it's far from ideal. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like good, but essentially what it's like it's like running you're running your car on on using <laughs> no oil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Not oil or one millimeter of tread on your tires. Yeah. Driving in the rain, yeah, and and, and so <laughs> and you know, we really want, like, yeah, and so this is where men, you know, they're just not aware of that stuff, yeah. and they yeah. just they just keep going and you know, yeah, and, and push on, and then then run into um, run into these problems a little later, which they you know they they're, they're fairly easy to yeah. reverse, but you you have, you have to be engaged with it. Yeah, so I guess one of the first steps would be encouraging people just to slow down and maybe um, gain some awareness around how they're feeling and absolutely. how they're living. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. I was, I was, um, I was, one, you know, I was thinking about what would be my first piece of advice <laughs> yeah. I'd give to men is actually start being aware of what's mm. going on in your body. Mm. And for men, they like testing. I really love testing. I do yeah. a lot of testing and yeah. it's based on that. Okay. Um, and the reason being is because I like, I like measurables. Yeah, I want to. So I. <clears throat> I want to measure it, and then I want to change your diet or change your mm-hmm. exercise, and, and then see if it's working. You got it. Mm. Yeah, mm. you want to see if it. And if it's not working, well, then you change it and do something different. Yeah. But if yeah. it's working, you go great. Let's carry on doing this. Okay. Okay. So, in terms of actual um, symptomatic things that you see coming into your uh, your clinic as well, do you see? 
a lot of uh, tired, fatigued um, we do. males as yeah, well. Yeah, and we see a lot of like sort of burnout. Um, yeah. It's called HPA dysfunction or adrenal yeah. fatigue sort of pictures. HPA, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, which is the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal mm-hmm. axis uh, for your listeners, which is uh, it really controls our stress response yeah. and what tends to happen for a lot of people for a number of reasons. Uh, this response gets down-regulated, so we just end up being fatigued, essentially yeah. stressed, burnout. Yeah. So yeah, we, we see that. You know, we see that. We see that. Really, day day yeah, 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 very, very regularly. Yeah. And, and with people like you know, um, we've had a number of top surgeons come through the clinic, and and they've you know they're extremely high performers, and you know working eight, ten hours in surgery, high stress jobs, yeah. and. Uh, you know they've got burnt, they've got burnt out, mm. and and they come to us to, to rebuild, and they're yeah. like, <clears throat> but yeah, which is kind of cool. Oh, yeah, I can, I'm definitely in a, a living example of that. So you know, when we started the the business here, HealthFit, we poured you know money, time, yeah. energy, everything into it, and for the first time in my life, I I started to get some you know some health side effects, mm-hmm. and it presented itself actually in uh, my skin. Mm-hmm. First time since a teenager, I started to get bad skin. I was like, what right. the hell's going on? I'm still eating a good diet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, the underlying cause was those those stressors, and probably my relationship with stress at the time as well, actually. Yeah, and I think there's so much we can do with our relationship with stress. And mm-hmm. one of my, I'm a surfer, so one of my favourite sayings <laughs> is that you can't you can't you can't change the waves, but you can learn how to surf. And, and what I mean by that is that. Um, you can't change how life comes at you, but you can change how you respond to life. Yeah, well, that's, that's perfect. I mean, that's been an ongoing theme, theme for this season. It's like adversity is a given. Like, it's, yeah. it's one guarantee. Yeah, of yeah. Life. Life's going to come at you. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, shit's going to happen. Yeah, shit's going to happen. It's how you deal with it that's going to, you know, lead to your current state. Isn't absolutely. It? So, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. And so that's, uh, you know, and that's the journey for all mm. of us. And as we, as we get older, mm. I tend to think we all get better at that and mm. better at managing it. Yeah. If, uh, yeah. I have a pretty intense um, schedule and lifestyle, mm. but you know I can do that because I, I manage my stress as well. I, I you know I take really good nutritional products. Yeah. I, I you know, exercise accordingly. Mm. Um, I prioritize sleep. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's a foundation. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm sure you follow some of the work of Matthew Walker and yeah, you know, right the sleep mm. stuff. It's uh, again, you know, really for you, for your audience members listening. Sleep in itself is is it's it's fundamental. Mm. Uh, you know, we've got to be getting that sleep. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent recovery. Do do you measure sleep? Do you have some sleep measures? Um, testing yet? Under, I, underway. I, I'm sure you've thought about it. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah, only a little bit through through sort of um, various apps, and I mean, obviously, there's the Aura Ring and stuff like yeah. that right okay. now, which yeah. I haven't used that. Yeah. yeah, I haven't got one. Mm. But a bunch of friends that have them and use them, and they swear by them. A couple of them are kind of elite athletes, okay, and they absolutely swear by them. Um, for me, I tend to just listen to my body. Yeah. And, and so I mean, it's the best tool, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and your body tells you if you're not getting enough sleep and, and you've just got to, you know, yeah. uh, you know really uh, acknowledge that and, mm. and go with that. And, um, and with our clients, we will, you know, obviously start looking at getting structures in place. The first thing we try and do is get them sleeping. Yeah. Because if someone's yeah. not sleeping, yeah. they're not repairing. They're not repairing. Yeah. And yeah. You, no matter what health issue they've got going on, um, you're working against the body, not with it. Yeah, oh, that's a great way of putting it. Do you use uh, or, or see value in uh, heart rate variability, HRV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I've got the World Tory app on my phone. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you'd be onto that. Yeah, yeah, Brilliant. and uh, it's something that I've, I've used a bit again for me. Um, like it's just checking in with your body and being honest with yourself how you're feeling. Yeah, and so the World Tory is 
fantastic for those you know for a lot, a lot of us we're not necessarily connected to our bodies and what's going mm. on and so it's a it's a great way and it's uncanny it's unbelievable like yeah. and i think i did when i first got out i did some uh, little tests it sounds like an ad for it but anyway <laughs> uh, did some tests with it where i was basically you know i was tired and i tested and i was like two out of ten for energy so yeah. then i had a nap yeah and then i felt great and i tested again and i was like nine out of ten really and stuff wow. like that so i'm like just you know, but, but again, you know, so I, I, tell, I was tired. That's yeah. why I had a nap. Yeah, and, and yeah. Then I woke up. And I felt good. So yeah, yeah. Again, some some people need those measures. Though, they do. Like um, yeah. it's we've talked about this in our last podcast around stress but you know the world is speeding up exponentially and yeah. I believe we've got more we're, we're experiencing more stressors than we ever have in, oh, in history uh, 100%, 100% so I think I think it's quite hard to get out of that sort of I call it coming out of the mist you know sometimes you don't realise your your body is stressed and wound up until yeah. you actually start coming out of it so you know yeah I agree and um, I'll share a quick story there's a I, I met an Uber driver from Eritrea a number of years ago and I, I, from from where so? Eritrea which is uh, northeast <laughs> northeast of Ethiopia okay so okay. it's in Africa he's yeah. an African tribesman it's oh wow it's an incredible I'm going to go off on a rant anyway tangents are great yeah, <laughs> so anyway in, incredible guy and like, um I got talking to him about Eritrea and I'm, you know, I'm interested in ancestral eating and life mm. genetics and stuff yeah. and I'm like what did you guys eat and he's like oh we didn't eat much meat and, and because they didn't have meat and um, anyway, and I said, how was the health of the people there? And he goes, oh, good. You know, my granddad died of old age at 100, 107, I think it was. It was 106 or 107. Yeah. 107 it was. It was 107. Good innings. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I'm like, how was his health? And he thought about it for a moment. He goes, oh, yeah. He could still walk to the water. And I'm like, what, what do you mean walk to the water? And he goes, well, the lake where we got our water was a two-hour walk. <laughs> They're like there and back to go get water. And so most days you'd walk to the water. And I'm like, so your, your granddad at 107 could still walk to the water and you go, like two hours. He goes, yeah. And he was, you know, except for the last couple of days wow. before he died. And I'm like, that's, that's incredible. And, uh, and, so, and so anyway. <laughs> yeah, he was just casual about it. Oh, yeah, so, just like okay. And so then I've, I've got a real keen interest in parasites. We do a lot of parasitology yep. testing and stuff. And I said, what, what do you guys do uh, about parasites? And mm. he goes, oh, well, if you know what parasite you've got, then you just, you know, eat the leaves of a bark from a particular tree and you knock out the parasites. Mm. Medicine, you're like, Cool. So much wisdom in that. Yeah. Mm. And then I'm like, what do you do if you don't know what parasite you've got? Because obviously that's a big problem we have actually yeah. in, in this world is yeah. actually finding, identifying the parasites. And he goes, oh, well, then uh, he goes, you leave meat out on a post for three days and it gets riddled with worms and then you eat the meat and the worms and all. And, and the worms go through and they eat any other parasite you have in your intestinal tract. And then you know what parasite you have, so you go to the tree and you eat the bark of the tree and you knock out the wow. worms. Wow! And I'm like, holy cow! How do you know this? Are you like the uh, are you like the medicine man or something like that? And he goes, oh, the shaman. And he goes, no, no, I'm just a villager. Everyone knows that. Wow! How much wisdom has yeah. been lost? And I was like, oh my gosh, you know that's incredible that wow. you know all this stuff, and yet, yet, you know, we've got a breakfast item. Uh, it's like, <laughs> you know, how far away we've come from yeah, knowing how to be healthy. And so my point with that is, um, and then so he's he's an Uber driver. And so then, like, um, probably 18 months later, I jump in another Uber. And there, there, there's Manuel again. His name's Manuel. And uh, there he is again. So we get chatting yep. again. And he tell, he goes, Ben, he's, he'd been in New Zealand seven years. He's in his uh, mid-40s. He goes, I didn't know what stress was until I moved to New Zealand. Oh, wow. He goes, so even though they were living this peasant, primitive lifestyle, mm. stress didn't exist for him. Yeah. And he dis- described that stress was a disease that crept up on you and you don't even know you've got it. And, wow. and I thought that, that was so, so, it's pretty, so it's pretty profound, eh? It's like, you know, like, uh, and, and it blew me away that even though they're having to walk two hours to get water, he had no stress in his life. Mm. 
And then why is actually now in New Zealand, he has a lot of stress. Oh, so many questions from that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, some like- I to wonder how much of it's social, you know, around that and how yeah. much it's- So I couldn't agree more with you that yeah. our modern lifestyles, it's speeding up. And, and I mean, that's part, you know, I have these apps like World Horry and, yeah. and that's part of the reason I haven't gotten an aura ring because it's mm. another thing to do is to check your yeah. phone to see how you do it. Is it another stress or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I just don't want, you know, I'm trying to take things out of my life, not, 100%, not, not put them in. 100%. Yeah, I totally agree. I think tools are useful in the short term to bring awareness to certain yeah. you know, symptoms yeah. or actions. Absolutely. No, well, there's, there's, there's a lot of wisdom in that. So you mentioned mental health yeah. uh, in men. Um, so we know that's a growing problem in, in youth and in, in, in yes, young massive, men. Massive. Um, and also in um, middle-aged to older, older men as well, actually. So, yeah, not surprising. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think? Some of the the causes for that, yeah, are, um, and in New Zealand anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, you're absolutely right with the growing trends. So, when you look at the statistics from 2006, seven to 2016, 17, which is when the last health studies were done, mm. uh, mood disorders have increased 56 percent, anxiety disorders 140 percent. So, you know, your gut feeling around it and what you're seeing is exactly right. Like massive increases. And so, you know, what do I think is causing it? I mean, it is multifactorial. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a big believer in what the World Health Organization say, which is, um, you know, if you've got a, a mental health disorder, you're not a crazy person, you're not yeah. a machine with broken parts, yeah. you are a human being with unmet needs. Mm. So then you've got to look at what are the unmet needs? Are they psychological? Are they social? You've already mentioned that. Physical, like nutritional, Mm. biological. Mm. Uh, And so when you look at the research around nutrition and mental health, it's simply stunning. And in fact, uh, when you look at a large study that was done, uh, which was a meta-analysis of a lot of other studies looking at whole food diets, they found that the better people ate, the better they felt. Yeah. And so, you know, you know, just ask your listeners right now, you know, if you've ever eaten or had a really bad day, crap food for a day, how did they feel? Yeah. The chances yeah. are you're going to feel like crap. Yeah. And if you eat really well, chances are you're going to feel better. Yeah. And so that's exactly what the research showed yeah. is that the better you eat, the better you feel, the worse mm-hmm. you eat, the worse you feel. The interesting thing, and this was in, um, this was specifically in adolescence and young okay. adults. So okay. that's why I'm talking to this research. Yeah. Uh, and what they, they went on to say is that, that diet quality is an independent risk factor for the development of mental health problems in, in adolescents. So it doesn't matter what else is going on in that young adult's life. Yes. Diet quality is an independent risk factor. Yeah. And so then when you look at what our young adults oh, are eating, yeah. they got no chance. Yeah. Yeah. They got absolutely got It's a tough start. Yeah, it's a yeah. tough start. And then, you know, we then add on, you know, you start moving into sort of middle age factors. I think when we get into you know your middle age people we're we're putting a lot of energy out. So mm-hmm. like you know, men well, everybody in the modern world we're putting yeah. a lot of energy out. Yeah. Yeah. And and so then we're starting to run out of these key nutrients required to feel good. Yeah. And so things like zinc, things like magnesium, things like vitamin D. So all of these, you know, those three I just mentioned are all heavily yeah. researched and heavily yeah. associated that, that basically if you get your vitamin D levels up, there's a dose dependent response and it's, you know, again, the effect size is similar to taking antidepressants, yeah. just getting your vitamin. And 84% yeah. of New Zealanders are low in vitamin D. Yeah. Right? Because we're all inside most of yeah. the time and we're not eating sardines, we're not eating yeah. pork fat, yeah. um, we're not taking cod liver oil yeah. or fish oil with vitamin D. Mm. And so, um, so yeah, I think once we start getting older in age um, and we're getting massively nutrient deficient. Mm. I'll give you an example of this. I had a client come fly over from China, a uh, real high-flying executive. He's a Kiwi, been working in China for the last 15 years, works in Shanghai, big, big, massive job for an American company. And anyway, 
they flew back to New Zealand. They were going to spend a month with us uh, and come see me for a month at the clinic. Yeah. Know, started doing his blood work and everything like that yeah. for the next um, six months through his program. And then we'd do the rest of the program overseas. Yeah. And so he came in, this, came in, booked an appointment. The appointment came and his wife turned up. He didn't turn up. And so I, I, I was under the premise <laughs> that, that, that he had a gut issue. Yeah. It turned out he had depression. Okay. So he wasn't feeling well enough to come, oh, well. even at okay. the house. Okay. All right. Very common in right. people who are depressed. Yeah. yeah. And so, anyway, so we, we gave her some coaching about how to get him in. We booked another appointment. He came in uh, and we you know, started running through all the what blood work we're going to do and organize all that sort of stuff. And I sent him away after the initial consult with seven nutritional products. So it's quite mm-hmm. like optimal health pack plus some extra zinc, some extra yeah. vitamin D. And booked another appointment for 10 days' time. So let's get that blood work all nice. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And came back 10 days' time and he was like, I'm good. I'm like, <laughs> I'm cured. You're fixed. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean you're good? He goes, I'm back. I feel right. back to like 10, 15 years ago. I'm good. Right. So he's like, he goes, I've got one question. Can I, can I buy 12 months supply of these products? Because I'm going to fly back to China in the next couple of days. <laughs> like getting across the border. Yeah. And so he, he, yeah. yeah. And so he literally wow. read Grey Channels, just put it, put it in his suitcase. Yeah. And then this, this Christmas, he came back to New Zealand again. I just got an email from him. Ben, I'm back. Can I buy another 12 months of those products? I'm still doing great. Mm. And it was just nutrients. Yeah. yeah. Just wow. nutrients. That was going to be my next question. So you beat me oh. to it. <laughs> well done. Good. So I guess... You know, we've got these, you're, you're seeing a lot of mineral um, deficiency, sure. vitamin D, yeah. Yeah. Um, probably a whole range of other Selenium, Selenium, magnesium, zinc. Yeah. And you, you you couple that, okay, you've got a high stress environment, so you're burning through a lot of these things fast. Yeah, exactly. Less exposure to the sun, you're putting less quality meats in, less yeah. vitamin D. We're um, not eating fresh food. Not eating fresh food. So, so like, you know, you go to the supermarket and mm. there's a kiwi fruit there, they're there the whole year. Yeah. When are they fresh? Yeah. One of the yeah. studies I looked at showed that after four days, you lose up to 80% of the water-soluble nutrients. Yeah. Wow. So B vitamins and vitamin C. There's nothing left in yeah. it. No. It's, it's, and, and then you look at soil, right? Yeah. Soil, well, that's a whole other um, thing. Yeah, yeah. The minerals aren't in the soil. They can't yeah. be in the food. And, yeah. 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 And, and so, so it's, it's really easy to see why we're so deficient in the wrong world. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can see kind of how, you know, yeah, those two key areas you're talking about in youth, you know, when you're growing up, it's an independence risk factor of mental yeah. health. And then as you get older, this just accumulates and accumulates and accumulates. Yeah. And then, then the old Hilux uh, breaks down. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And we start yeah. getting problems and, you know, certainly your mental health, mm. uh, it would look like that's, that's one of the early ones. Well, yeah. it's really, for me, it's, it's um, the whole body's related. Um, mm. it's, it's whole body health. And I'll give you an example of this is, is like depression is an inflammatory disease. Yeah. So they, they, you know, 30 years ago at Mazer, they all showed that, that depression is associated with inflammation. These days they talk about depression as if it's an inflammatory disease. Okay. But if you've got aches and pains, that's also inflammation. Yeah. If you, you know, increase risk of heart disease, that's also inflammation. Mm. Mm. And so you can't really... Inflammation is almost everything disease-related. Well, this is true. Or at least a trigger. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's going to certainly increase the aging processes and, mm. and, and cause more clinical damage. Yeah. And so, um, so for me, you can't really differentiate between depression and achy joints. Yeah. It's whole body health. And we have your whole body health. And it might just healthier. symptomatically manifest in someone different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Depending on the genetics and where the genetic weaknesses are, yeah. that's yeah. where where it's going to express down through yeah. that path. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting uh, area of exploration in the future in functional medicine, isn't it? It is. It's really. It's yeah. already there, actually. So I've had my whole genome tested, and okay. um, and so I, I know theoretically what I'm going to die from, and then I mitigate that with extra nutrition, mm. which is bizarre. And we'll see how we go. You know, ask me in uh, maybe 130 years how I'm doing. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Hopefully, I'll be we'll able to ask that question. Yeah, well. Well, I'm sure you will. Be. <laughs> we'll make sure we keep in touch. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so 
Um, we've talked about stress, fast-paced life. We've talked about food and nutrition. We've talked about mental. Um, we haven't um, got into physical so much in terms of yeah. movement and exercise. Sure. So what sort of role do you, uh, what sort of value do you place on exercise for men? Huge. You've got to move. Yeah. You, you, you have to move. One, one of the biggest, um, what really drove it, I mean, I'm originally from a sort of exercise physiology background yeah. when I retrained. So I was a golfer, yeah. Yeah. elite golfer, and then retrained from exercise physiology. And then from there, found that nutrition was was kind of my muse and, and really affected musculoskeletal mm. aspects. So that's how I even got yeah. into nutrition. And so back then, I was really into nutrition. And then for a couple of years, I decided that, you know what? So I measure a lot of blood markers. I do about 60 blood markers every six months in myself just for fun. Yeah. And so I like to track it. <laughs> sounds like a fun thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. go get like 16 miles of blood. <laughs> yeah. And so anyway... Um, and, and so I decided that I was just going to maintain my health by, by eating mm-hmm. and I was eating really, really well. And, but over a two year period, or, you know, well, I was still exercising, but I yep. wasn't, you know, yep. I'll surf when I could surf, but I wasn't going to the gym and scheduling exercise. So I was exercising much less. All of my blood markers slipped. Everything slipped. Wow. Yeah. Sarah. You cannot maintain it without exercising. Mm. And so, um, and then other cases I've seen, I, I saw a client who'd had you know, hepatitis for 30 years, so his liver should have been stuffed. Yeah. This guy had represented New Zealand um, in the Commonwealth Games as a runner when he was younger and had maintained incredible exercise routine throughout his adult life. He was now in 66, 67 when he saw me. Okay. And his liver was still fantastic. And I, I, I believe that the the exercise is so important for liver function and, and what happens my, the understanding I have around that is that the liver is your storage for glycogen yeah and so for most people's livers they get full of glycogen because mm. mm. we're eating and we're not yeah. exercising 100%. and so we, we then lose our first buffer for stabilization of blood sugar levels so then yeah. we have a much higher insulin response when we eat foods mm-hmm. and so maintaining healthy liver function is vital and so then as soon as your liver starts going down you start putting more fat visceral fat yeah. down around your organs yeah. around belly fat yeah. and so you know we know that that's the most toxic fat to have it makes estrogen for men which then mm. like you know it messes with our libido yeah. and erectile dysfunction yeah. and it gives us man boobs mm. uh, and, and so <laughs> it all comes from the liver so what I'm, there's a long way of saying we've got to exercise yeah all right so if you know if we're not exercising we've got to dump that glycogen out of the liver you yeah. know obviously another way of doing it is time restricted eating yeah um yeah i was gonna, I was gonna yeah. ask you about your your, your yeah. thoughts around time restricted eating because that's sort of evolved from the intermittent fasting it has. world hasn't it yeah so, so are you a fan of like the six or eight hour window? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So for, for me, I try and um, achieve sort of a, it, it depends again, it is another stressor. Yeah. And so you just got to weigh it up with the other stressors in your life. Yeah. But yeah, personally, I try to sort of 14 to 16 hours regularly and I'll sometimes do an 18 hour. Yep. Fast, fast, fast period. Yeah, okay. so, so sick. That's including uh, sleep, by the way, for those yeah. who uh, Yeah, so for me, I made like, so yesterday I stopped eating at six mm-hmm. and then I ate when I got to the, Airport lounge, which was uh, I don't know what crazy time. hour of the morning. Yeah, which was no like ten thirty. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so what was that? Yeah. Fourteen. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Work it out. So Sixteen hours. Sixteen hours. Sixteen and a half hours. Yeah. So yeah. So um, I, I, I've done a lot of fasting in the past, but fasting, long term fasting, longest I've done is ten days. So oh, ten wow. day fast. Yeah. And, uh, but, but it took me three months to regain my muscle mass. Yeah. I just lost so much muscle yeah. mass. Muscle mass, actually, Dr. Rakowski, Rakowski at the Canadian Institute of Longevity showed that muscle mass is the number one indicator of health. 
Oh, wow. I've yeah. seen that in terms so, of mortality yeah. as well. Yeah, LDL yeah. cholesterol didn't even make Is the top right. 10. Okay. Yeah, didn't even make okay. the top 10. So muscle mass was the number one indicator of health. So, yeah, I'm a huge fan of trying to, you know, I'm mm. yeah, 46 now. So maintaining muscle mass as we age, yeah. really important. Um, and, and, you know. So resistance training. Yeah, weights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big keep maintaining the sort of uh, anabolic hormones as well. Like Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So I, testosterone. Yeah, so I try and keep. For me, I try and. Um, I'm a big believer in trying to flip them. Yeah. So like you get them up as high as possible, yeah. and then you get them low. Yeah. Okay. You get them high and low because uh, there's there's a Cyclical. mTOR and, and AMPK and pathways yeah. in your body that are cellular signaling pathways and you want to keep them really sharp okay. because keeping them sharp means your body's going to be very responsive to what you're doing okay and so well, as we get as they've both been associated with longevity haven't they absolutely yeah, yeah. and okay. so yeah absolutely and so this is where the the, the, the time restricted eating mm. um, so the fasting um, you know some people can do a couple of days fasting but I just have concerns around muscle mass yeah so for me I prefer I will, I will train and then I'll break my fast with with a you know high your decent protein meal, yeah. Yeah. making sure I'm getting adequate proteins yeah. to stimulate that mTOR release to build mm-hmm. muscle. Um, but then having, you know, a 16 win- hour window where my body's going into lysis and breaking down its old cells, increased cell apoptosis, okay. cleaning up all your damaged cells, cleaning up cancer cells. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, okay. and, and so, so you're getting the benefits of muscle growth and protein <laughs> with the benefits of a vegetarian diet. Cleansing. Cleansing for oh, wow. sixteen for that sixteen hour window. Fantastic. So train hard. Yeah. Rest hard. Yeah. Um, you got it. Yeah. Stretch the metabolism. <laughs> there you go. Stretch oh, the metabolism out okay. both ways. You want to grab it and stretch it both ways. Stretch it out. Make it make make it metabolize the body because the body will metabolize the old damaged cells first. Okay. So in that sixteen hour window, it starts recycling your proteins and it's going to recycle those proteins from the old damaged cells. Okay. And so that, that's why, you know, it's very protective against cancer. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, but then, you, you know, you also want to maintain the muscle mass so that you can yeah. be functional and yeah, like, yeah. look great for your partner. Yeah, of course, all, all those things. Count, count, right? Like, we'll be lying to ourselves. We'll see we don't look out. Yeah, shit. Watch hand boobs. Not me. Exactly. And so, so that you're getting, you know, the best of both worlds. Okay. Okay. So... Just to clarify for me, just a bunch of the listeners, <laughs> how would a day look? Uh, an ideal sort of day um, in terms of how that training, sure. fasting, and nutrition cycle may look. Now, yeah, I, I, I mean, see there's many ways you can skip Yeah, it, there right? is lots of ways. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think, um, you know, your last meal as early as possible in the day. And okay. so, you know, like between four and six o'clock would be yeah. ideal for me. But yeah. my schedule often is six o'clock just okay. because of works, how it works with, with events and things. Okay. Um, actually, you know, finish eating at six. Um, and then in the morning, um, obviously some kind of, uh, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, of breathing practices like Wim Hof and okay. stuff like that. Yeah, great. Um, it knocks down inflammation dramatically, yeah. oxygenizes your cells. Uh, and then, you know, a good solid gym session with some resistance, compound yeah. training. Yeah. You know, as, uh, as much complexity as, as you can manage, you know, some people are going to need it. You know, PT for that, obviously, because yeah. that's yeah. You know, there's a lot of good form required. So, uh, having the cheek background, I'm guessing you're a fan of sort of multi-directional. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. As, 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 yeah as, as more... <laughs> I, at the end of the day, it's about what you want from your body. If yeah. you want big pecs, obviously, bench press is going to be it. But... Yeah. but um, <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. going to say, you, know, you can dance that yeah, better yeah. than me. Uh, but, uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, 
basically the more you can stress your body, the better yeah. response you're going to get from that stresses. Correct. And so yeah, so resistance training and then um, and then break fast with some good quality fats and proteins. Okay. Uh, and then and then try post, post training. Post training. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So train first, eat afterwards. Yeah, it, yeah. it does cause increased stress. So yeah. you're training on an empty stomach, yeah. which will cause an increased cortisol response. Mm-hmm. So you've just got to manage that with your other stresses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you you know if you're already on borderline of burnout, that will mm. burn you out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but, but like for me, people go, I've got a lot of stresses, but um, yeah, I've got a lot of strategy in place to manage stress. Yeah. So uh, these days I can manage that no problem at all, even though I might do, like, I did 150 flights last year. Yeah. And so- I'm Yeah, you, you're looking me. pretty good for someone who did 150 flights last year. You're looking surprisingly fresh. Yeah. I was kind of expecting to- Yeah, I mean, like last been... night I worked till like 11 and then got back to Auckland and then I was up at uh, 5.45 and, and went to a two hour meditation in Auckland this morning. Oh, yes. And then, yes. and then flew here. And so, and here's my day to day. So yeah, that's that's kind of fairly fairly kind of regular. Mm. Uh, although that's obviously not enough sleep, and so I will give myself an hour maybe for a nap this yeah. afternoon if yeah. I need it. Okay. If if, if I body feels like oh, I want yeah. to have a rest, yeah. then we'll give it a rest. But other than that, we'll keep going. Brilliant. Bringing awareness to it. So you know the way you're talking about stress versus response. Um, I think that's often referred to as hormesis. Is that yeah, right? yeah, hormetic effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that little, just enough stress to stress yeah. your system to basically gear it up for a, a, a quality response. Yeah, exactly. regenerating. Yeah, response. our body over responds to stresses mm. um, at, with a, with a hormetic effect, which is then very beneficial. Yeah. and that's not everybody. For some people, if their systems are really on the floor, they can't handle yeah. the stress at all. Yeah. And so this is why some people, they can't eat vegetables because of the salicylates in them because the mm. salicylates are too stressful for the liver because yeah. they, they, they've basically got no hormetic effect because their yeah. body is so on the floor. Yeah. But, but invariably for most of your listeners, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's really good. Mm. Um, what about in terms of uh, heat treatment? So uh, cold yeah, yeah. warm exposure. So yeah, heat you know, shock proteins and stuff like that. There you go. Yeah, so yeah. you're a fan of uh, what's infrared saunas uh, yeah, and uh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, cold yes. water immersion. Yeah, so I've got an infrared sauna at home and have done right. for about 15 years now. So Fantastic. usually getting that two, three times a week. Um, yeah, cold exposure. I went for swim in uh, in the, the lake at Queenstown last Ooh, week. Oh, that's lake. It's icy. Yeah, it's pretty before. good. So yeah. I spent probably like fifteen minutes in there, uh, and so Brilliant. yeah, yeah. I, uh, and so I've done ice baths and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, uh, yeah I think they're incredible uh, and fantastic. I, I, I personally, I struggle with the shower. Cold. <laughs> yeah, like the shower and the cold is the hardest thing. I'd rather. Jump in the water for wolf here. Yeah, yeah. Again, you know, yeah. We do, we do that every now and then. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's perfect. So yeah. I think that you know the research now around the heat shock proteins and the benefits for um, thermogenesis, mm. benefits for upregulating brown fat cells, yeah. benefits for the immune system. Yeah, um, yeah, it's incredible. And so, can we go back to what you said about brown fat cells? Because yeah, brown fat, brown fat has taken a pretty, it's a pretty bad rap over the the last few years. So. Um, when people hear brown fat, they think, you know, heart disease and heart attack. Sure. So when you're talking about uh, upregulating your brown fat cells, what do you mean by that? Well, I'm talking about, um, so the brown fat cells are the, the metabolically active fat cells that, that really help maintain our core temperature. Cool. You know, yeah. 97.8. Yeah. And so um, what you can do is they, they're very, um, they burn a lot of calories. Mm. And so so there's an opportunity by upregulating them is is you can burn, you know, you can literally burn more calories. Yes, yeah, okay, that and, makes sense. And, yeah. and so for me, they're just a tool to assist with weight management. Yeah. Um, and, and it's actually metabolism. Yeah. Uh, and so, you you know, you want 
your metabolism is like fire, mm. and so you want that. You want that fire yeah. working really well. Yeah. It's like you, sure. it's like you can, the thyroid, the thyroxine, the T four hormone yeah. from the thyroid controls your metabolism. Yeah. And this is why if you've got a an underactive thyroid, your people are cold, mm. and they often then put on weight because yeah. they, their, their metabolism is not working very yeah. well, yeah. Uh, and they're not able. Their brown fat cells aren't going to be burning much, uh, yeah. much energy. Yeah, uh, and that so, totally uh, makes sense to me. Cool. But yeah, similar sort of effect uh, to you see. Uh, I've noticed when I've done research around the uh, graded exposure to cold and warm. Yes. And you compare that to some of the fasting studies, and actually some of the effects are, are yeah, very similar. Very, very similar. Right? Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of the a lot of similar pathways are getting activated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, and it, I think it's very complex. From mm. what yeah. No, just what I think I've got it. From what I've heard, it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not my area of expertise, but yeah. I, I follow some of the world leaders on on that stuff. Yeah. And and, uh, and trust them, and yeah, they're, they're mm. still saying it's mm. it's and um, which is which is which is cool. Once I mean, if you just look at it, the most simplistic form, these things are both uh, a a stress that you can apply to your body. You can do it uh, progressively over a period of time, both of them. Yeah, um, and they generally will sort of initiate or sort of ignite your body to respond in a positive exactly. and anabolic way. Yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah. Abs- abs- yeah. Ab- absolutely. And at the end of the day, our bodies, uh, we habituate or get used to whatever we do to them from every level, from thinking yeah. through to our physiology mm-hmm. and how we move our body. And so the, the more um, you can stretch your metabolism, yeah. I like. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You, then, then you've got more kind of variability because essentially diseases like um, metabolic syndrome or type 2 diabetes is a, is a disease where you you've lost the ability to modulate your metabolism. Yeah. So you've lost yeah. the flexibility in your yeah. metabolism. Yeah. Interesting. A lot of the things you're saying now, I've interviewed quite a few people around longevity, and they're saying the same thing. So some, ah. of, the, some of the hunter-gatherer tribes, like sure. the, you know, the Hadza, yeah. the San, um, they don't actually eat lots. They don't eat a lot, but they move a lot, and yeah. they're, they're resting really well. Yeah. Um, just literally backing up what you're saying. I'm sure they probably don't take these supplements, but they're probably well. They're eating probably pretty good food. That's it. They're getting sun exposure. They're getting you know a lot of wild food, fresh, um, fresh as what well, has to be, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, they're pulling yeah. roots out of the ground. Yeah. Getting exactly. some microbial diversity there. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, absolutely. Doing this, but it's not really the way our environment is set up today, is it? Yeah, so, we just can't do it in the modern world. I mean, that's what I've got to you know. Probably know I got to live on a fifteen-acre organic permaculture, nutrient-dense farm where we grow eighty percent of the food we eat. And the reason I did it, I've been there eleven years now. And the reason I was like, my gosh, when I retrained in nutrition, I couldn't buy the sort of food I wanted. Mm. I'm like, I've got to get it straight out the ground into my body as fast as possible. Um, which is, you know, which is, yeah. So, but in the modern world, it's very, very difficult to get the, if not impossible, to get the nutrients mm. from your diet. Yeah. And so that's where supplementing is fine. And and people ask me, would I go back to, uh, would I, could I live on that? And, the chances are yes if I didn't have a stressful lifestyle yeah. if I just decided I wanted to be a monk yeah. and live on the farm <laughs> and I'd do three four hours of gardening a day yeah. and then sit under a tree and meditate all afternoon I think I could get a I think I could get a, a, most of my nutrients from yeah. the, the veggie garden yeah. right but I now know my genetics mm. and knowing my genetics I now know that there's enzymes that don't spin very well that are nutrient dependent so I upregulate them so I take 66,000 times the RDA of B12 mm. to upregulate specific enzyme in my liver and so that, that mitigates my future risk of heart disease mm. um, through one pathway by doing that now I can't you can't get 66,000 times the idea of, of, of mm. Uh, a B12 from food. Yeah, um, you, can't, you just can't eat that much beef liver. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. and so, um, so yeah. So people ask me, would I, you know, is it possible? Yes, it's possible. Would I do it? No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Okay, that makes complete sense. I mean, yeah, if we were living like the hunter gatherers, we yeah. hunt, we rest, we sleep, 
Um, we don't jump on Skype calls. We don't fly around the world. Exactly. We're not checking our phone every you know couple of minutes. Then I can see how that could probably work. But yeah, <laughs> it's just not the way we set up. Yeah, no, it's not in the modern world. And and don't get me wrong, I don't want to. I want to live like this. I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, and I, I think that, you know to your listeners, I, I think if, yeah, I think you can live. I think you can do everything, but you've mm. got to you've got to manage these key fundamentals: the the diet, the exercise, the supplement, the sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, your mind, yeah. uh, manage these things, and in managing those, y- you know your body can do so much. One hundred percent. So let's let's talk uh, superfoods for men. Okay. So if we were to talk some of your your top your top men foods. Okay. You know, um, um, right. I know you mentioned uh, a bit of beef liver before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably beef um, liver would be it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there we go. That's the most nutrient dense food on the planet. Um, yeah. So um, yeah. So in terms of uh, quality of beef liver, we're looking uh, ideally organic. Ideally organic. Yeah, organic's really hard to get because um, the organic meat in New Zealand, uh, the offal goes into the pit with all the regular meat. Okay. And so it's very difficult to get organic. So uh, like uh, home, home kill, hunted. So I used mm. to eat, I used to try and get all my nutrients from food. And so for a couple of years, I basically ate beef liver nearly every day. Mm-hmm. And wow. pe- people used to just drop off all their organ meats to me. It's all my friends or farmers. Oh. Whenever they had any perennials, oh, they'd drop off hearts and I need some brains. Yeah. And I'm just throwing it out there, guys. If anyone wants to drop me off some offal, I'm more than willing to <laughs> take a bribe. There you go. Nice. <laughs> and so, um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so quality is going to be an issue. Yeah, um, if you're going to if you're going to start yeah. eating a lot of those foods, okay. um, top superfoods. I mean, you, you mentioned zinc before as oh, well, yeah. men. So, what would be a good source of zinc? Oysters is going to be the number Oysters. one. It's great excuse. That's what I was about to say. I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a very expensive way to get zinc, yeah. <laughs> but it tastes good. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, yeah, oysters, uh, Brazil nuts, I mean, it's selenium. Yes, selenium, yeah. got it. Really Beautiful. important. New Zealand levels are 1.1. 1. 1. Okay. One study showed that uh, when they got the levels up to 1.6, 1.7, decreased prostate cancer by um, over 60% mm-hmm. and other cancers by over 50%. Wow. Yeah, massive study. They actually, it was meant to last for 10 years, the study. They had to stop it after eight years because ethically they could no longer justify not giving selenium to the placebo group. Wow. Because the changes in health outcomes were so profound. Yeah, and so our, our, our levels are just way too low. Okay. One. And so, because um, superfoods for men, I'm kind of thinking, oh, man, you, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if they're going to want to eat this, but mountain oysters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you went there. Testicles. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Where do you get them from? Again, you just got to get. <laughs> Get people to bring you, bring them to you in a bag. Oh, they're a bit gnarly. I used to like. I used to be really hardcore about nutrition. I'm, I'm a little more relaxed now, but yeah. I used to like. I used to have friends come over and, and uh, yeah. I would I'd make them for them. Yeah. So I just like light. Don't, don't tell them. Don't tell them. Yeah. yeah. And just yeah. slice them thinly in a light yeah. tempura batter, so oh, yeah. gluten free tempura batter. Ooh. Okay. And there's a bit of tapioca. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, a bit of tapioca, nice. and then salt, not plenty of salt and pepper, and just. Coconut oil, light fry, okay, with some some vinegar and some salt and pepper. Uh, they are fan- they're called mountain really? oysters because okay. they're like oysters. They are fantastic. Really? They are gorgeous. What are they full of? I mean, other than uh, the well, obvious, but well, yeah, I mean, well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, and so well, the short when you start looking at eating um, glandular meats, mm-hmm. uh, glands have short chain peptides in them okay. uh, that are gland specific. So yep. they get absorbed, these short chain peptides, and they're literally gland specific. So they then go into, so if you eat liver, um, well, they're technically not banned, but it will still still work. Yeah. Is, is that um, it, the liver will 
petrol time peptide will go into your liver and talk to you and plug into the DNA expression of your genes in your liver and improve your liver expression of those cells. Wow. So if you take glandular, so this is why like I'll give you an example of this. So thyroid gland at the moment yeah. is a medication in New Zealand. Yeah, they yeah. used yeah. thyroid. That was done before thyroxine, wasn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that's how they before they discussed thyroid. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. And so yeah. That, that's the exact mechanism that it works oh, on. Okay. Is that, 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 that they, uh, they 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 plug and play and talk to that gland. So for men, if you want to increase your virility and, <laughs> and uh, your muscle growth, yeah, okay, then eat glands. Yeah, eat, eat glands. Mountain oysters. Eat, eat mountain oysters. So that's testicles for those of you who don't know what mountain oysters are. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and uh, the one thing that the caveat with that is if you eat a lot of them, um, you want to make sure you're detoxifying your testosterone down safe pathways. Okay. You don't want it going down DHT, which okay. is a, a, a very uh, toxic, strong metabolite of testosterone. Okay. And, and so you, you know if people are getting too much DHT because you'll start getting angry. Okay. And so this is why people, you know, do steroids in the gym. Yeah. They usually, yeah. They usually get angry. Yeah. Skin Red rage. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Because, it's because it's going down this toxic metabolite okay. pathway. So DHT. And how would you, how would you avoid that? Um, support your liver. Support your liver. Lots of greens. Cruciferous vegetables. Nice. Uh, make sure you've got enough minerals. Selenium, we've already spoken about. Zinc. Yeah. Um, uh, curcumin, so that's uh, turmeric. Turmeric, yeah. yeah. And, and so, yeah, the, the green tea, these these kind of things. So that's a few superfoods for you there. Um, <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's lots. Yeah, that's yeah. Lots and, and so the interesting thing is that alcohol for some genetically susceptible people will also cause testosterone to go down this pathway. Ah, which, really? which which probably explains why you know some people when they drink alcohol get drink nasty. a lot of alcohol get nasty. Wow, there's a place metabolizing it down this toxic pathway. So my next question, which was perfect, nice little segue. Thank you for that. No um, is what should we be avoiding as as men? Okay, what what are things that are gonna? They're not gonna love you for this. Oh no, what should we be avoiding? Um, <laughs> All the good things in life, I'm guessing. No, no, no. no. <laughs> avoid sex. <laughs> don't do that. No, yeah, don't that do helps. That. No, it's, uh, plenty of sex. Good, um, good. good for the prostate. There you go. It's uh, been Warren prescription, right? There you yeah, go. good for the prostate. Yeah, uh, and so. Um, Gluten is going to be number one. Okay. So like bread. Yep. Anything containing gluten for, you know, the research shows that even uh, non-celiacs, um, so celiacs, we know, have got a major problem with gluten. Even non-celiacs, it's inflammatory for them as well. Yeah. So it yeah. causes inflammation for everybody, yeah. essentially. It's just a matter of And so what it then does, it, it causes bloating, which then causes increased uh, belly fat as well. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. yeah so less of insulin sort of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. often found with, you know, Processed grains, which is simple carbohydrates, yeah. which we don't want to be really eating a lot of anyway, right? Yeah. And so that would be number one. Um, other foods to avoid, I mean, it's got to be alcohol. Yeah. You've know, you been yeah. really careful. Yeah, alcohol yeah. Is, is really problematic. And the, the thing about alcohol, you just got to look at why are you drinking. So yeah. it's like coming back to sort of this World Health Organization when it comes That's to mental great, health. Great question. Great is, question. you know, unmet needs what's the unmet need why are you drinking is it mm. because you're not enjoying your job is mm. it because you're not enjoying your relationship is it because um, you're trying to relax so I think for a lot of us yeah. it's relaxing that's, yeah. our, that's our cue to relax is get yeah. our beer in our hand feet up on the couch see yeah. sport on the TV and yeah. that's your cue yeah. and so we've got to you know, we've got to find a way to still relax but have a different cue. So what I'd recommend is we actually get habituated or we get used to our environment and that's what we that's where we get our response from. Okay. And so what I'd recommend is is, is still put your feet up on the couch, still watch the sport. Yeah. But get it you know, 
ha- have a bottle of kombucha instead. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, so you've still yeah. got that nice cold bottle yeah. in your hand, you're getting yeah. that fizz. Yeah. But you're not, you're not going to. Kombucha is pretty good. And, and it's, it's pretty pretty cra- cra- going to be pretty crafty too. Yeah, you know? it's crafty. Yeah. And, 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 and so you get all the physiological mm. cues that you need to relax your body, yeah. but without the alcohol. Would you say for people that are real enthusiasts with beer or wine, for yeah. example, that uh, one every now and then is oh, okay? Yeah. Absolutely, of course. Yeah. Uh, and don't beat yourself up about it no, because no, the relationship with these things that can be important. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely right. And I mean, I've been trying to drink more wine recently, yeah. so I don't. I, I, I know it sounds nuts. <laughs> sounds like a great challenge. Yeah. And so um, I'm doing okay now, actually. Yeah. I struggled. I, I, this has been going on for about two years. I mean, because okay. I read the research and, and the research around. Wine consumption is is, is stunning. Yeah, it's very okay. beneficial for health. Oh, really? And so we don't know why though. Yeah. You know, is it a social component? To yeah, yeah. Or? Relaxation. So yeah. you know, a lot of components to it. Mm. Resveratrol, maybe. You know, mm. like, yeah. Like, the antioxidant. Yeah. 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 And so um, and so yeah. So I mean, I I still drink, but I, may, I only have like maybe five six beers yeah. a year. Yeah. But I, so I've just been trying to drink a little bit yeah. more red wine, and so um, yeah, I often think about um, you know the worst combinations as well. And I think about things like Jaeger bombs, you're getting oh, alcohol, yeah. a huge amount of sugar, a huge amount of caffeine, caffeine. all in one hit. Yeah. And you go, man, what is that doing to your system, eh? Well, you know what it's doing to it because how do you feel the next day? Yeah, <laughs> and it's not like you just sip away on one of them. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I, yeah. you know, if you ever want to, you know, your body tells you, right? If you ever unsure about um, how how something is, mm. just look the next day. It's like if you you, you, you don't get much sleep, how yeah. do you feel? Like crap. Yeah. You eat yeah. like crap. How do you Depressed. feel? Like crap? Yeah. If you drink yeah. a lot of alcohol, how do you feel? Like crap. Yeah. And totally. so, which is which is fine if yeah. you want to feel like if crap. You want, if, if that's one of your goals, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and honestly, I'm not here to yeah. tell people how to live their life. You, you no, I think whatever I think, they want. I think there's a lot of uh, validity. To, to that question you said is why you're drinking like um, yeah. you know and I'll back that up and say you know think about the richest experiences in your life and do they involve drinking right you know or you know what are they you yeah. know because if they're getting outside with friends and family climbing a mountain maybe um, you know most people relate to nature in some way um, are you getting those things in your life and then how do those actions around food and lifestyle actually fit in line with that as yeah well? And exactly. I think that comes into that bigger absolutely. Right? And I think a lot of youngsters, you know, uh, you know, I certainly was was there when I was, you know, nineteen. Yeah. Was, you know, drink to reduce your inhibitions, so then you can talk to women. Easier. Yeah, yeah. And um, I had a I had a client who had candida. Who this is a number of years ago. She uh, so yeast overgrowth. For people who don't know what yeah. candida is. And uh, so she had this candida overgrowth, and she'd already seen um, the top functional doctor in New Zealand and had the heaviest meds to knock out the candida, wow. and it hadn't worked. Wow. And then she'd seen a friend of mine who's the top naturopath in the country yeah. and had the, the best herbs, wow. and it didn't work. And so she got referred, referred to me by a, friend of, um, by a friend of hers, and she came in, and I'm like, listen, you've already seen this guy, and you've already seen, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to help you. You've yeah. already had the best meds and the best herbs. Yeah. And she goes, well, my friend said you may be able to help me. So anyway, we, we dug down. So with candida, you really got to you, you got to avoid alcohol and you've got to avoid a lot of carbohydrates. Yeah. You've got to kind of stop feeding, stop, stop, stop feeding it to yeah. start it off yeah. with, right? And so anyway, she was doing the, the perfect diet and everything like that. But it turns out that, that Saturday night she was going out and just hitting it hard, Bender. alcohol, yeah. um, and uh, you know, just feeding the candida, yeah, so the meds yeah. weren't working, the herbs weren't working. Not to mention the cortisol response, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, what you know, why why are you doing that? Why are you going out Saturday night and drinking? And you know, it took a while to get it out. And she was like, well, I, I, I want to meet a guy. And I'm like, okay, well, what kind of guy do you want to meet? And she goes, I, I want to meet somebody who's fit and hot. 
And I thought, okay, fair enough, fit not. And I'm like, how many fit and hot guys are there in the bar on Saturday night? And she's like, oh, there's a few. And I'm like, okay, what do you like doing? She goes, oh, I like, I like, I love like cycling. Mm. I'm like, like road cycling. She goes, yeah. And she goes, I'll go out for a couple of hours on a Sunday afternoon and, and cycle. Mm. I'm like, cool. I'm like, how about you go join the Ramblers mm. and you can go cycle with a whole bunch of fit hot guys. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> a good motivator. Yeah, and you can hook up with one of them. <laughs> yeah. And then you don't need to go drinking Saturday night. Yeah. And we can get rid of your leader. Don't, don't. Oh. And that's what, she, and that's what that's, we did. Yeah. Isn't that great? I wish that that sort of protocol was taught at school. You know, those, those, just, just around having, you know, having the courage to talk to people uh, as opposed to yeah. go out and cathart, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Because you know, yeah. I, I guess that's what it is in some, in some cases as well. It's a, yeah. And then we don't have the tools, you know, like I, no. when I go back to when I was 19, I was doing the same thing. You know? Yeah. So, I, was like, I was a classic uh, binge shrinking Kiwi, that's yeah. for sure. Didn't know so. how to do it another way. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. well, that, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> why are you drinking? So coming yeah. back to that, you know, yeah. so like for, for, your, for your listeners, yeah. it's like, why are you drinking? It is serving something for you. What yeah. is the unmet need that it's serving? How can you meet that need? Another oh, so good. So good. So we've got, um, we've got gluten. We've yeah. got alcohol. Yeah. Um, what other things have you got there? Well, where do you think, like, what are the other modern day things? Sugar and caffeine? Yeah. yeah. Where, how, how, what sort of... Yeah, we've got to be moving away from sugar as much as possible. Yeah. Um, I have no, nothing really against sugar as a molecule, yeah. uh, but in nature, it's found with nutrition. Mm. So when you eat a honey peach, or, yeah. yeah, it's found with nutrition. Yeah, so mm. honey, it's found with enzymes, you know, yeah. you know, the, you know active yeah. ingredients in manuka now, yeah. obviously. Though. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, isolated. And so when you eat a, a peach in season, you bite into it, there's sugar in there, but it's tied in with nutrition. So there's yeah. 80% lots of fiber. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All the bound to the fiber and the cellulose, yeah. so it's yeah. much slower. So the trouble is in the modern world, we've taken the sugar yeah. away from the nutrition. Yeah. And that's, that's the problem. So we've yeah. got to move away from the sugar. Yeah. And then caffeine consumption. Um, again, research around coffee—it's very difficult. It's, yeah, it's hard, isn't it's, it? it? There's yeah. a lot of good research yeah. showing like one it's coffee a, a day is positive. Absolutely, yeah. positive correlations, and and most likely it's because of the polyphenols in it. Yeah, so it's that hormetic effect. So it's, it's a little stress, but it's yeah. our body over response and mm-hmm. stress. So it's a long-term health benefit. If you um, abuse it, though, yeah, yeah, you're abusing it. But I would say around that, anybody with anxiety, so any any listeners with anxiety. Caffeine's gone. In one yeah. study, they gave a, a, a fake a, a fake pill, placebo, mm-hmm. or they gave a, a caffeine tablet that was equivalent to about three coffees. So it's a decent, it's a decent way it's for me. Two and a half coffees, different yeah. for most yeah. people. Yeah. But and so these were in groups of people who either had um, who either were, were they've been diagnosed with panic disorder or social anxiety or generalized anxiety, mm-hmm. and over sixty percent of the people with panic disorder had a panic attack from having that caffeine wow. tablet over 16% from generalized anxiety. They don't usually even have panic attacks often and they've got panic attacks from having them from the caffeine and the social anxiety over 50% of them, 52% wow. had a panic attack from having the caffeine. Nobody who didn't, who had the fake pill had a panic attack. Okay. All right. Yeah. So if you yeah. have anxiety and coffee's in your life, we, we really want to be yeah. bringing that back. Yeah. For me, I've found it's uh, it's an anxiety inducer. So if I have more than one, yes. I find I just go instantly into... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm going into the matrix. Well, that's exactly Everything what, goes slow yeah. motion. I'm just tearing through life, yeah. fighting for conversation. I can, I've struggled to get my breath. Like, it's actually quite intense. Yeah, it's um, yeah. and that's exactly what the research shows. 
pretty much is that you know what it, what caffeine does it stimulates our main fight or flight hormones yeah. cortisol and it's our danger stress hormone mm. and so what it does it raises your autonomy so you're looking for danger and that's essentially yeah. what anxiety is anxiety mm. is looking for danger yeah um and uh, yeah so here we go okay so the first step um for, for men, it's obviously awareness. We talked about awareness. That is it? Yeah, yeah. awareness. Is yeah. It. So if you, you are, I figured you were going to ask me like, what's 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 the biggest? That, like, that, that is that, my question. That yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. And how how would a guy go about becoming a little bit more aware around this? Obviously, um, um, you know, there's an education. Component. Okay, they may not like this, but ask your partner or your wife. Okay. Because we 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 do a very poor job of listening to them. Yeah. Yep. And invariably, they're right. Yeah, okay. it's taken me like twenty five years to figure this out. So, so um, okay, yeah, invariably they're right, okay. and so you, they know us better than anybody. I, I loved how you put your head down as you said that. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm just, messing like, yeah, I'm just yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I am just guilty as charged for this one, and so, um, but yeah, they know us better than everyone. Mm-hmm. And so listen to them okay. and, and ask for some honest feedback from them over what they think that you need to do. Okay. Because okay. they will know that and they may go, well, you, I think you need to sleep more yeah. or you need to drink less coffee or you need yeah. to drink less alcohol or you need to be doing some exercise. Yeah. Okay. And so they, they will know because they're living with you. Yeah. All right. And, and that's, a hard, that's a hard pill for us to swallow right yeah. there. But yeah. if you can swallow that and then I would look at getting some blood work done. I was going to say testing, assessing has got to be the next yeah. step. So, yeah. so, so you... Where would you recommend getting this done? Obviously, you do some functional yeah, we can, screening. Yeah, we can do. We can help anyone do functional yeah. testing anywhere in New Zealand, okay. uh, and so they can just order, order you know, book in for a, a, like a one-off consult, and, and then discuss what needs and where the risk factors may okay. be, and then, yeah. and then pick a blood panel that would be suitable. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, and then obviously the benefit from that is then we're looking at our specific specific ranges that are more for optimal health as yeah. opposed to whether you have a disease or not yeah and obviously we you know screen for diseases and if you've got a disease we send you to your GP to yeah. deal with that yeah I think that needs to be uh, distinguished as, and it needs to be defined so that's a really important uh, point there is the difference between just passing your tests and being in that optimal range is, yeah. is, is very different so quite often you go and get blood tests done general blood tests and you'll come back and you'll be yeah. you'll be told you're fine. Yeah. But in reality, you could be swinging all over the map. Yeah, well, you're fine because you don't have a disease. You don't have a disease. It's a lack of a disease, but does a lack of disease really mean you're uh, healthy? Totally. And that, that, that's functional medicine, right? Yeah. So it's exactly. like checking where you are on that spectrum. Are you in those optimal ranges? Yeah, exactly. If you're not, then how do we bring you up? You got it. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, so any parting words or thoughts, Ben, for the listeners? Eat mountain oysters, uh, listen to your uh, partner. Yeah, it's kind of out there. Listen, I've like really <laughs> thrown a whole bit away. Enjoy life. Enjoy life. Beautiful. That's what it's about. Good man. Thanks, Ben. Awesome. Thanks, Carl. The 2019 Wellness Summit is almost here. I love being at these events. They're always such a great positive environment. It's been really great to um, listen to like-minded people and to um, meet a few people actually. I've been to every summit and I've been to every one and I'll always keep coming. It's always inspiring. It's been a real eye-opener. We're actually signed up to go to the breakthrough now. It's very motivating. I think it's great to listen to people who are inspired. And there's always something to learn and something to take away. I think uh, for myself and giving myself that um, opportunity to, to learn. There's so much going on in life and everything that you can get distracted and forget the things that you should be doing. And this always reminds you to get back on track and, and um, to focus on the things that are important, a holistic help. Just do it, yeah. Just yeah, suck it up and do it. It's, uh, it could be life-changing, yeah. I would say it's 
awesome and it's the start of changing your life. Come along, see what it's about and enjoy it. It's an amazing event with like-minded, positive people and you can't help but um, walk away feeling great. Positive Mentor presents the 2019 Wellness Summit, August 17 and 18 in Melbourne. Can you afford to miss out? Tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.